Hello, everybody. This is Lilith. Um, just leaving a little message at the top here. Um, I don't know if y'all have seen the news, but you know, I live in Texas. Texas has had some uh, weather events recently, which is part of the reason why uh, there has been a delay in this episode. We got a recording done um, the Tuesday after the weather had uh, receded, but uh, I fucked up. It's been a little bit chaotic in my house. Um, and, uh, well, there's some issues you'll hear with my audio. Um, I, I didn't record with the right microphone, so everything's going to sound kind of weird. It'll be for this episode and, uh, the next episode that we recorded in a chunk, uh, with our, our guest Ash. It's listenable. Uh, I think so. Um, and our, our guest Ash was great. So, uh, I didn't really want to have to go back and like re-record and delay these episodes further. Um, so just bear with us and my good audio, my dulcet tones will be back in just a couple episodes. Thanks. And sends him through that door. Hello and welcome to the Big Match Minute. This is the show where we take matches that we find significant in some way and we break them down minute by minute. And for this next limited set of episodes, we will also be uh, pairing that uh, those minutes with other full matches, which we'll talk about. If you're familiar with the official Dunstan Checks In podcast, you know the drill. I'm Diet Coke. With me as always is lilith hello and we are joined today by our very special guest ash david hey oh, hey yeah that's me what's up <laughs> hey welcome how you doing for today? Having, thank you for having me and welcome to the people listening yes. yeah thank you for thank having you. me to you too we do welcome we do give you authority to welcome people to our podcast <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Sweet, yes. Sweet. we have knighted you in yeah. that way <laughs> oh fuck yeah you <laughs> I'm moving up so quick. Any official friend of the podcast has that power as part of the contract. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, welcome. I'm really excited to have you on. Um, we're talking about minute nine of, yes. of the final deletion, by the way, and the match we're talking about, Lily. Uh-huh. And and that that's kind of important because that was kind of when I uh, I I have been watching ahead, unlike Diet Coke, who uh, as you know people yeah you've been watching like, Al Snow, you've been watching a lot of Al Snow, just <laughs> <laughs> <You> fucking idiot. Because <laughs> uh, Diet Coke obviously has not seen this match before and is watching it one minute at a time in the <laughs> most hilarious way possible. Um, but I saw four minutes in here that are just kind of wrestling and don't really have anything other than wrestling and some spots go on. Unlike, um, and this it's, it's interesting because in the, I think like 30 episodes of our wrestling podcast that we've done so far, we have not run into the issue of, we don't really know how to talk about things when it's only wrestling. <laughs> Because we always have really <laughs> stupid dialogue or yeah, like yeah. <laughs> weird effects or something like that to talk about. So uh, trying to talk for 20 minutes about just wrestling, just a minute of wrestling, yeah, kind of tough. 
handful of sh- of spots. <laughs> yeah. And so I came up with the idea of like, okay, let's take some small aspect of the minute and we'll match it. Hey, is that something? You said we shouldn't say parrot. Well, when I said paired paired a minute with a movie, in the case of the Uh official Dunstan Checks in podcast, um, a lot of people didn't know what the hell we meant by that. And I I don't know what the phrase is that makes it clear, because I never found it. Um, And now I've shared that burden with my best friend, Lilith. (laughs) I've cursed you as well. Right. um, Because I'm a disease, and y'all should have killed me before I spread. (laughs) Uh, so we've I've decided to match minutes to matches and see that just makes it even more confusing. Yeah, that seems hard, more <laughs> difficult. Yeah, um, and this minute, minute nine, we've picked um, a match with echoes of this minute, and it's right, right, the right. That is, it's not always true. <laughs> <laughs> we have picked um, Atticus Kogar versus Akira at uh, ICW Pit Fighter. X, um, which uh, I will get into uh, why I think <laughs> that that is a good match. Enough, enough ado. Let's start talking about this minute. Um, what are you know? How how did how did people? How did both of you feel about the minute? Uh, I would say it's a little too dark and a little too choppily edited, and it's yep. a bad minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we call it a bad minute. Uh, and Ash, I'm sorry to bring you on for a bad minute. <laughs> it's all right. I mean, it's it's okay. It happens. Um, yeah, it's kind of where it seems that one of the fucking Hardy's or one of or both of Hardy's hair makes direct contact with open flame, and I don't know if they yeah. just like wetted the fuck out of their hair to not go up in flames or shit like that. Um, I don't. I would imagine they're just very damp. They, uh, Jeff in particular seems like a very damp individual. A couple of damp boys. Yeah, yeah. like I did. A couple of Jeffies up there. I mean, anytime my hair is accidentally caught on fire, which has been, I don't know, about once or I think once. And it, yeah, it was, you know, fucking smoking with, you know, a pipe too close to my face and hair too right. long. And. Yeah, like it goes. Uh, it just went boom for a sec, and then I dropped the bong. It was a tragedy. Um, oh, hate to hear it. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, R.I.P. Lucille. Um, still think of you every day. Oh, um, I, that's that's what I named my first guitar. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> is is your Lucille still with you? No, 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 no. Uh, up in heaven, <laughs> Jimi Hendrix is getting blazed with Lucille and playing Lucille. <laughs> Oh lord! <laughs> Fucking coming to Disney Plus, twenty twenty five. All bongs go to heaven. Yeah. <laughs> Was that Disney? All dogs go to heaven. Do they own the rights to that? Maybe mm. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I know it's one of those Don things like every animated feature people want to be a Disney movie, but right, it's not always the case. I do know yeah. that some Don Bluth movies came into possession of Disney with the Fox yeah. purchase, but I don't know if all of them right. did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean they probably at least own the rights now because they, you know, gobble up everything in sight. Oh yeah, I mean Disney is actually. Disney loves uh, to I just, I just got an email. Disney actually owns the rights to this podcast now. Yeah. yeah. Oh hey. So, so welcome Disney Plus subscribers. <laughs> um, 
Fucking uh, yeah, Ant-Man is actually going to show up later in the season. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It'll, it, it'll be our next guest. One uh, one Avenger has to appear, and <laughs> Paul Rudd right. is the only one who felt bad enough for us. No, it's not going to be Paul Rudd. It's going to be actual Ant-Man's going to show up. Yes. Yeah, like yes. it's not yes. the actor. Actual Ant-Man is going to be here. Yeah, um, bro, kayfabe. <laughs> Disney has the power to make their characters to like genetically modify their, like genetically create their characters so they can own right. yeah. it's It's, it's tricky. Yeah. It's, they, it's, like they, the, it's a lot like the movie Paycheck with Ben Affleck, where <laughs> they, he sort of becomes Ant Man and does the job, and then afterwards his memory is erased, so he only remembers being Paul Rudd. All right, let's let's dig into uh, what little scraps there are in this minute to talk yeah. about. Something um, I do say, I will say, I like about this minute is we're we're privy to the sort of ring noises that you don't nor- that normally get oh, lost yeah. in uh, in live matches. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is something which is something you know we have been uh we've gotten quite a lot of in this pandemic era yeah. of wrestling yeah uh, there was, was a time of... when it was rare i guess <laughs> in 2016 it was rare but yeah 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 uh oh my god they, i mean they're they're awful television but those those first handful of like raw and smackdown episodes yeah. Right after things got shut down. It's Albert uh, <laughs> just instantly fossilized as a relic of this time. So, but what we get is we've got some music that sounds like it sounds like if in the WWE 2K games they <laughs> wanted to make like like oh this character is definitely supposed to be Batman, but we can't <laughs> actually put Batman in it. This is his entrance music. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I got that. There's like a little bit of butt rock guitar underneath it, but otherwise it sounds like a Batman track. Yeah. 2022 instead of Ribby, the the fake Batman is the uh, is the original character. <laughs> Fucking Ribby! How dare you remind me of Ribby? <laughs> Uh, and so, you know, we just have, you know, they trade blows in the ring. Uh, Matt whips Jeff into the corner, tries to set up for a twist of fate. It, Jeff gets out of it. Uh, they do a suplex on the top turnbuckle, and there's a pin attempt. I do want to say the ref count. The ref sounds a little funny when he counts. He just, uh, you know, you know, it's. A, I think it's a kind of stylized. It's 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 more of the you know ring sounds that we're not privy to when you do a, a kind of stylized wound two like in front of a crowd that makes sense, but when you're alone, it's just it sounds unnatural, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because like there's usually like the crowd going like the wound yeah. two. When you're just talking to when you three 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 dudes in the woods, you know it's a different energy. But then Jeff gets something out from under the ring. Yeah, what the hell is this? What the fuck? It it's some kind of trifold structure. It looks like fake rocks for like landscaping purposes. My only guess was that this is some kind of camouflage structure for deer hunting. <laughs> oh, maybe. I I could buy that. It reminds me, like, actually, there was this uh, Southern Carnage or Southern Slaughter fucking Southern-themed deathmatch between uh, Murdoch and Reed, uh, I think in, like, 2008 or so, mm-hmm. where, like, they had, like, these different, like, kind of, like, Southern Americana-themed shit and had, like, that kind of white picket 
fence with like huh, probably barbed wire or carpet strips in it. Mm-hmm. So it reminded me of that. But what's notable about how they used it to me is they kind of just like hit the. I don't know if contact was made at all mm-hmm. with this device. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, we like we've seen like you know the Dutch, uh, Dutch. Botch door spots and table spots where like they clip the bottom of it and like it doesn't break or like you can see like just like the very edge of it kind of fold in. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminds me of that. Yeah, yeah, because it kind of it's kind of just like Matt's ass makes like contact with the very bottom of yeah, it. Yeah, his little butt touches it and he kicks it. Because that's the end of the minute, so you can yeah, see how... Yeah, that's the dramatic end of this minute. Is how fertile of a talk. <laughs> he, he gently kisses the, the mysterious object, and then that's it. Cut and the now, block. the structure of that mysterious object being kind of a trifold in nature made me kind of think of, uh, you know, another... Uh, uh, I don't know, kind of the walls of the cage of the ICW fight pit. Listen, that's it. That's all I know. That's it. See, I said I'm calling you stupid for that, but also, like, I said that I would pair the next two minutes. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to (laughs) do. I don't. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> it's 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 a difficult it's a difficult fucking thing to do. I mean, if we can pull the curtain back a little bit, I initially asked Ash to do this, and then you know, it, it, Ash, you just you just didn't get back to me, and then I kind of thought about it, and I was like, this is a fucking Herculean task that I'm putting on somebody who's not on my podcast. That's interesting that you're. <laughs> I did also message you about it. I said, hey, heads up, like. It's usually nice to give to to offer the guests us to pick for them. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Emily uh, was also like, you know, this kind of seems. I remember like having the full intent in trying to do that, but fucking ADHD swamp mind just whoop, and like it fell off in the distance. Um, yeah, it completely understandable. <laughs> my mind's like when I say back burner, I was like my mind's an entire industrial kitchen, and that was one of the fucking right. bands somewhere in there. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. You know, yeah, but yeah, it was also a Herculean task. Probably one of the yeah. reasons why it got pushed to the back so far. But yeah, yeah, but yeah. Uh, I. I thought, you know, one, I have that connection, but also, mm. I knew I was bringing Ash on, and since I'm bringing Ash on, I want to fucking talk about Attic Hero. Attic Hero. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah, it's, um, it's something that I came up with when... Was it after this match or their I'm, next match? No, it was this match. It was this match that, um... Well, first, is like I started noticing, like, oh wow, like these two actually seem to be having like a feud going on, which is cool because you know, like, yeah. it's cool to see actual fucking feuds and deathmatch instead of just like oh you two are fighting each other for you right. know, some reason. That's that's definitely that's definitely yeah. something I value a lot. But let's let's dig into you know who these yeah. who, who these two people are. So the first the first to come out is Akira, who unfortunately, like I. Every time I watch Akira, I'm like, I gotta fucking watch more of his stuff. But I think I've only, I've probably seen less than five matches. Oh, dang. Uh, but obviously, he's a fucking incredible wrestler. Mm-hmm. It's got a shout out from fucking Moxley. Oh, really? Yeah, Moxley was saying, like, was asked um, by by Meltzer, I believe. Mm-hmm. Like, who do you think some indie dude that's going to be the future? And he fucking mentioned Akira. 
which I I get it. He's he's awesome. He fucking comes out to the ring. Uh, oh no, I'm I'm checking my notes because I wrote this down. Uh, to fight to survive. Uh, from Bloodsport, which is incredible. I love that for him because uh, it's it sets the mood perfectly. And and he is fighting Atticus Kogar, mm-hmm. who is uh, one of the uh, the the Ohio shitheads mm-hmm. from Four Four O. Yeah, who I adore. I adore those fucking assholes. <laughs> 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 I actually, while I was watching this match, I came up with something that I wanted to propose to both of you. I call it the Four Four O Punnett Square of Shitty. And um, it is on. You've got you've got two axes here. Uh, on the on the vertical axes, you've got little bitch and bastard, and then on the horizontal axis, you've got dirty and crafty. Um, <laughs> and so, so for dirty little bitch, you got Atticus Kogar. For crafty little bitch, RSP. <laughs> Dirty Bastard is Eddie only. Crafty Bastard is Eric Ryan. And I think um, I think Gregory Iron just kind of fits right in the middle in there. <laughs> kind of call it the centerpiece of the organization. But yeah, um, I really enjoyed this match. Uh, well, first I want to say I think it makes a lot of sense that you love uh, Atticus Kogar so much for uh-huh. being a dirty little bitch and that I am yes. your best friend. <laughs> 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 Certain things align there. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this was a fucking banger. This was a good, this was a cool time, this match. Yeah, yeah. One thing I re- I really enjoyed was um, you got to see some like real mat wrestling, like MMA style kind of fighting in a death match, which is fucking great like it's I not will everyday. say I will say this something that I had forgotten until I just read it in my notes right now Atticus Kogar does do like a half Triple H spit with the water bottle mm-hmm. <laughs> during COVID seems uh, ill advised I'm gonna say yeah <laughs> yeah 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 I I'm actually surprised it took COVID for me to think that that was disgusting yeah, like, when you think about it, it is it is pretty gross. You know, you watch Triple H when you're a kid, if you're if you're of a certain age, and you see him do that, and you're like, yeah, this is a normal thing. It looks it looks badass. I'm I'm 11, uh, and then you look at it as an adult, and you're like, oh, he's just spitting on everyone. Yeah, 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 and he's spitting water that is very clearly like he put it in his mouth, like. Sometimes, like at the top ago. of the ramp, yeah, it's been it's been sitting in that mouth for a while. It's been it's been marinating for a bit. By the time it gets to you, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, I'm remembering. Um, this was actually not the match that um I started with Adikira in, but it was the match after where it's like supposed to be Akira versus someone else, and there was a run in. But this definitely set it up. Like, uh-huh. I definitely had, I didn't have the word Atakira yet, but this is what I noticed. I was like, huh, there, there's a, there's something between you two. Yeah, they they have a compelling chemistry. They really do. Yeah. It was, I can't find this fucking tweet, 
Um, I don't remember who fucking posted it. Maybe the council leader or whatever. Sometime before the pit fighter match. So it was like, um, for what I can tell, female wrestling Twitter would lose their shit if there was a match between um, Atticus, Akira, and Alex Ocean. Because, like, you know, those are the three, like, deathmatch heartthrobs. And then when I saw, like, it was Akira and Atticus together, I was like, oh, yeah, they, they were just talking about that. Yeah, actually, was it until... It wasn't in the match. I never was watching mm-hmm. in the match. Um, so yeah, when I was like watching the second match, I would mm-hmm. notice that there was this tension, and I was like drunk as hell during it. So like I was like just like actively like just thirsting my fucking mind out during this match. <laughs> like uh, uh, like, and then they climbed to the top of the cage together and stare in each other's eyes. I'm like, just kiss, just kiss, yeah. just kiss. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> That's I, I specifically remember I think it was after that match that you posted like a graphic of them like on the cage together and you've like drawn a heart like you you done like a pink overlay and drawn yeah, hearts yeah, between yeah. them. <laughs> With the, the fucking cowboy bebop well cowboy bebop slash avatar quote about do you think if we were in another lifetime I forget the exact crazy, but <laughs> if we were in another lifetime, would we be friends? <laughs> <laughs> With a barbed wire heart. <laughs> um, no, I remember what started it was Akira actually fucking posted this picture of them to, with Atticus doing a back chokehold on Akira. So that's like, you know, writing piggyback on Akira and mm-hmm. saying some shit like, we're going to do this forever, something, something, like you and me together, like you and me, this forever. I was like, oh God, like, this is too much. And I said, like, I know this is an anime, but can you ship Deathmatch Darlings? Fuck it. I'm going to do it. Team Atakira. <laughs> and, and yeah, it has spiraled and gone on since then. It's gotten a lot of attention from Ricky Shane Page, which is fucking mm-hmm. hilarious to me. Um, I, fucking, yeah. I, I, that is, I think, you know, the, the, there's there's a thing in politics called horseshoe theory that I largely think is <laughs> bullshit. Um, <laughs> where they kind of posit that you know the the spectrum of of you know left wing to right wing at the at the very ends of the spectrum they are closer together than you would think. But I think I think the real horseshoe theory is between fighting and fucking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is something every wrestling fan knows in their heart. <laughs> There's no wrestling move that I think is hotter than the mandible claw because it's literally <laughs> just sticking your fingers in someone's fucking mouth. Yeah, that is it. That is the put your fingers in my mouth. Fucking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I guess like, I mean, pretty much also like any of the humiliation based moves. Like, you know, oh, yeah. I mean, like, you know, that. Boot to the like if someone's like stepping up and you put like the boot to the face to like push him down a bit. Oh my um, god! Yeah, yeah, like like the gentle slapping, the hair rubbing, uh, pretty much anything Suzuki does, anything mm-hmm. Suzuki does that isn't horrible, pain inducing, is humiliation based, and I mean that's also like mm-hmm. yeah, some mm-hmm. of the hottest shit. Which I think now that I'm thinking about it, also probably like adds into why I um, Atticus is so shippable to me because like he ha- like four for O in general has this like kind of humiliation fetish. Like it's not just about winning; it's about like showing dominance and making you look like powerless. Um, which yeah, it adds up 
too. Yeah, yeah. There's something that I, you know, about a lot of heels in professional wrestling where I think that a lot of them can't stop themselves from wanting to look cool as hell. And then they're they're really just over with everybody and everybody fucking loves them. You know, this is it's the classic like Triple H being a heel problem, that kind of thing. But 440, yeah, there's there's certain cool things about them, but like they are not afraid to come out looking like kind of douchebags who everybody fucking hates and like really getting like genuinely booed. Uh, and I fucking love that about them. I love that they're not afraid to do that. And we will talk more about 440, yes. uh, Atticus Kogar included, uh, in the next episode. But um, Oh yeah, I just think, I just want to point out that it's hilarious to me that people keep requesting that I make Atticus merch. And it's like, there's no fucking way. I mean, I say there's <laughs> no way. I think I'm trying to say there's no way Atticus... Um, Kira would probably go for it. I don't know if Atticus would. <laughs> I mean, Atticus is like really protective about his merch in general like he has this like very like he doesn't want to just make merch it's something that looks cool he wants it to all have like meaning and shit like that which mm-hmm. maybe Atakira would be this meaningful merch to him so right right <laughs> I mean you know I, I think there's there's no harm in pitching him uh, 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 we can all we can all cross our fingers and, and of course yeah. you'd be the, the one to go to uh, it, <laughs> it's hopefully this does happen it would be hopefully I want almost nothing more <laughs> I would, I would be, I would be first in line to buy an Atakira, uh, a sticker patch. Fuck, I'd put it on a T-shirt. Um, uh, Diet Coke, do you have any other thoughts about this? Actually, you know what? Before, because I have a specific question to ask you, and I need to go look. Um, in, in case everybody's been curious, as to, I'm going to step away from my microphone, but I'm going to yell a lot. Uh, in case everybody's been curious about why maybe we've been on a little bit of a break, um, oh, uh, nice. uh, there was a weather event <laughs> yeah. uh, where I live. Um, That's what I did. Yeah, yeah. I didn't lose power, but I fucking, it was like single digits in mm-hmm. temperature where I live. And you lost um, water. I also lost water for a few days, and then when I got water back, I flooded my fucking bedroom. Water back uh, too what? much. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I flooded my bedroom on Sunday. Oh, uh, no. Unfortunately, um, which the fact that I am uh, as functional as I am at this point uh, is a, a, a testament to, I don't know, I guess the triumph of the human spirit or something like that. But that did also ruin my notes from the first time we, uh, uh, Diet Coke and I watched these matches. But I did have one, one note that uh, did survive that I need to ask <laughs> Diet Coke about. It just says DC's flat fork idea. And we oh, need to right. talk about this. I forgot we talked about that. Diet Coke, what the fuck were you talking about? Imagine imagine a fork. Okay, let's give everybody the background. Part of this match featured uh, Eric Ryan, uh, uh, another member of 440, providing forks to Atticus Kogar to stab Akira with. Yeah, I wrote down Chekhov's fork because they came to the ring with a fork. 
Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, the, I mean, know, the pit. I mean, if Eric Ryan's around, there's, there's, uh, there's silverware. Uh, <laughs> silverware? Okay. Wherever Eric Ryan is. <laughs> Dumbass. Okay. Really weird thing I've noticed, almost every wrestler that's used a fork with any regularity has been bald. That's bald, true, because I'm doing the butchers. Homicide, uh, New Jack, Eric Ryan. I've seen Necro Butcher use one when he was younger. It had more yeah. hair. So mm-hmm. now, I mean, okay, half with the theory there with that Necro. But yeah, Eric Ryan, Homicide, Abdullah, um, probably some other people. But yeah. Yeah. I don't know the connection, but. that's. Hey, can I just say that? That's fucking unbelievable. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay. And you, you didn't like my silverware joke. Thank you. I wish I could record myself storming off right now. Like, just like, I mean, I don't have a wireless mic, but I could just put it by my feet and stomp and then cut the mic. Uh, listen, imagine a fork, right? Yes, Picture a yes. fork in your mind. Uh-huh. I'm rotating it? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then fill in the holes in the tines so that it's all one flat surface. I think what I brought up is like that sounds like a bad spoon. No, listen. <laughs> it'd be almost as good as a spoon, but it'd be better than a knife for spreading things. That um, would be better and, than a knife for spreading things. Yeah, and hmm. you could it would still be it would I would think it would still be as good, if not a little better than a fork for like, you know, when you cut things with a fork like pancakes where it's not you it's soft enough that you don't need a knife. It would be as good at that, but better at lifting. And it's better at lifting. No, it lifting up, you would cut a pancake in half with this thing if you tried to lift it with it. What? You would if you tried to use it like a fork uh-huh. and stab the pancake. No, 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 no. With, when you okay. cut a pancake with a fork, you know, when you cut a little piece off the pancake with just a fork. Oh, and, and I, then you're saying you would like scoop it as opposed to stab it. Yes. I always stab my pancake. Piece. Well, yeah, pancake. I don't know why I brought up pancakes. Yeah, <laughs> that was foolish of me, frankly. <laughs> but like, I think uh, it would be the first time for you. It's better at scooping than a fork. Better at slicing than a fork. Okay. Better at spreading than a knife, and Jesus. almost as good at scooping as a spoon. And I think, I think you, I think if you average out those stats, it's uh-huh. it's a, it's a strong piece of silverware okay okay so diet coke yeah if if we're coming up with utensils yeah 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 and uh say say i don't know if you had um like like if you were served you're at panera bread and you get like bread bowl soup and (laughs) but then you accidentally eat too much of the bread in a place, and there's now a hole oh, in the no. bread bowl. A classic blunder. <laughs> classic Panera <laughs> bread blunder. Uh, and you need some kind of utensil to stop the soup from getting out from underneath. Do you can you think of like a utensil that you would try to invent for that? <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't exactly call a plug a utensil. <laughs> okay, shut up. All right, it's time for plugs. <laughs> Um, I I gotta say, uh, I actually just yesterday received a shipment of uh, some incredible. I'm actually looking. I've got uh, both of the stickers mm-hmm. that I purchased from you on my water bottle. Oh, right nice, now. nice. 
Yeah, yeah, looking looking absolutely lovely. Uh, I've got I've still got got to figure out what I'm going to be doing with the with uh, the patches. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, Ash is a a, a peddler and designer of <laughs> uh, some incredible wrestling merchandise, uh, along That's with true. other things. Uh, tell us, you know, where we can where we can find you on the internet um, and and all that kind of good stuff. I... At least, that, yeah, okay. I just remembered the um, format of the URL. It's ashdabbits.bigcartel.com. Also, if you just put in ashdabbits into Google, it will pop up. Either that or my Etsy. Um, either one works, but I'm better at keeping the big cartel up to date with shit. And I often leave the Etsy uh, behind because, yeah. But. Yeah, How many um, fucking Deathmatch fans are hanging out on Etsy and, like, ordering wind <laughs> chimes and Deathmatch? Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, little glass, t- like, broken glass tube fucking wind chimes. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the set's excellent! I you does. make those! I, I should. I should make this. Yes, it's it's true. Um, I was trying to think how I could incorporate barbed wire into the uh, mix, but... Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm not sure if I can have to think about that, but yeah. Uh, But you also also stream on Twitch. That's also true. I do that too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, This is going to be coming up. This is going to be coming out like this Sunday. I don't know if you have anything scheduled that far in advance. I do. Okay, cool. um, March 4th, I believe that's Thursday, I have uh, Billy Starks coming on. Oh, fuck yeah. And Tuesday, I have a Jamie Senegal coming on. Uh, yeah, very exciting week for that. So yeah, Jamie on, I believe Tuesday, and um, Billy on Thursday, and hopefully someone else. But at least we know Jamie and Billy Tuesday and Thursday. Very fucking excited for those two. Yeah, that is uh, Twitch.tv slash Ash Dabbeth for that. Is that correct? That is in fact correct. Yes. Awesome! Awesome! Fuck yeah! Mm-hmm. Cool. Was there anything else that you wanted to plug? I know you got you got a lot of irons in the fire. <laughs> yeah, I do have a lot of irons in the fire. Uh, yeah. Uh, if you want to check out my OnlyFans, that's also available. If you look, I forget the format oh, yeah. of that. I think it's OnlyFans.com/slash. Oh, yeah. I yeah. If you just Google that, hashtag mm-hmm. OnlyFans, it'll show up. Um, I, I could also say excellent yeah. content over there. Yes. Yes. <laughs> excellent content. This is true. It got seal of approval. Um, <laughs> yeah, check all that shit out. Um, do do it. All right, cool. Um, now, Diet Coke. Yep. Uh, if um, you know, if we were to there, there's there's so many things that have cool endings to them. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. Uh, like you know, at the end of a wrestling match, you know the the. The pin gets counted one, two, three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the end of a movie, the the like directed by credits will come up. Yeah, yeah. Here the walk of life. Yeah, exactly. Um, when and uh, for for us to end our podcast, don't you think it'd be cool if we had like a kind of pithy saying or something like that that we could say to signify that hey, it's all over now. I mean, it might be cool, but we don't. <laughs>